the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Auto Know right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Are you having a hard time getting employees to work at your job, whether it be a grocery store, liquor store, gas station? Well, have I got an idea for you. Why not go with a a system to where you don't need the folks called self-checkout? You know, Home Depot uses it. Walmart does it. And if these people don't want to come work for you, go with a self-checkout program. And that's what Southwest Point of Sale can do for you. You'll get seven-day, 24-hour service. And it's part of the National Cash Register uh, system. And the folks like uh, Jeff and Mark and Beth, they will all come and help you out and walk you through it. So if you're interested, then you truly need to give them a call at 800-540-2149. And then, of course, hot rods and custom stuff for all you hot rodders out there. Go up to Escondido, check the place out. Randy will take you on a 10-cent tour. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com for all your hot rod needs. And if you're looking for a good, honest repair shop, West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified. Can't get any better than West Escondido Auto and Trans. Well, hey, I've got a very, very special guest in the house. Judy Wells has brought her uh, cousin. And I guess it wouldn't hurt if I found out your name. Uh, Daniel Pike. Daniel Pike. Now, Daniel Pike comes to us from Arizona. Sorry to hear that. Leave your heat at home. And he is an, uh, also a radio, I guess you could call you, not a DJ, DJ's music. You're a radio host. I'm a radio sports podcast slash On a college. radio host. Yes. Which college? I, I go to Arizona State, and I host my own podcast, Good Takes Only, talking NFL, NBA, and all things in between. Um, and just finished one of the best NBA regular seasons in a long time, prepping for the playoffs on Tuesday. So love to talk all things NBA. It's going to be uh-huh. one of the best playoffs in a while. So you have to do a heck of a lot of homework between because you should show once a week. Uh, I go once a week for an hour, and I also did um, some stuff in between. You know, if it's a great, if I miss, there was a great game. Yeah. Well, yeah. so so how do people find you? If if somebody was sitting here and they said, hmm, "I'm into the NBA," how, how would they uh, hook up to you? So my podcast is available on every platform: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. And that's good takes only. You can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, any social media. Good takes only. Um, prep normally talk football, but NBA, you know, obviously. So where the, the name season. good takes T A K E S yes. only? Where'd that come from? Um, so anytime I'd hear something in sports, I'd you know I'd talk. It's a good take or okay. ah, good there. idea. 
And I love, you know, I like to think that every single one of my sports opinions are good takes only. Yeah, that's like me. You auto know. Exactly. It? It's the Get same it? thing. <laughs> so how long have you been doing it? 20, 30 years? Um, unfortunately, it's not 20, 30 years. <laughs> uh, just about one year anniversary, I believe, next week. About 35 episodes. Um, and I've, I've seen it all, you know, done. Podcasted my entire, I'm a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. And it was amazing to work and for such a great team, you know, the Bills have suffered for so many years. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Isn't there a football team in Arizona? But I grew if I grew up in Toronto, Canada. Oh, I got you. I got you. Not too far li- from You're Buffalo. just going to school in Arizona. Absolutely. Uh, okay, I got you. Okay. So, yeah, you're right. They they need love. Oh, my God. The Buffalo Bills is the best fan base in sports. <laughs> well, well, I think there's a few teams out there that might argue with them. Uh, the Steelers might have a, an argument with you. And what's that dog pound? That would be Cleveland, yeah. but un- unfortunately, <laughs> the Bills fan base is superior for multiple reasons. The Buffalo Bills have suffered for so many years, but Bills fans, if you're listening, you know that you still support your team no matter what. That's true. It's yeah. something special, Dave. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I agree with you, but I, but I am also going to defend the one-time San Diego Chargers who couldn't win the lotto, let alone a Super Bowl. You remember when they went to the Super Bowl? You were still old enough to follow. I do. That would have been 2007. And that was like when you take your kid to Chuck E. Cheese for the first time. The Chargers walked into the stadium, looked up and said, what is this all about? And got their football handed to them. And it's too bad. I just had to throw that out there. No, there's no question. It's too bad now because the Chargers young quarterback, Justin Herbert, he's amazing. I know. And the city would have fell in love with him. He has that California golden boy look to him. I know. It's so unfortunate that they're not playing here because this team is about to explode next year. 12-13 wins. They got a great defense, great wide receiver core. Austin Eckler's a good running back. And this kid's the real deal quarterback. Justin Herbert, watch out, Dark Horse MVP. Okay, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere as long as the Spanos run the team. you got to have an owner that's willing to invest. you got to have an owner that believes in the team. You know, you got – I mean, you know, if you don't, it's a Jimmy Jones mentality. I mean, you got to throw everything at your team. you got to get the right players, and you got to get that camaraderie, don't you think? I agree, but you're seeing now in sports, so you look at the NBA, look at the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Robert Sarver has been criticized for decades. Yeah. that He didn't spend money, he didn't spend money. They're the second best team in basketball. Yeah. I don't believe you need quality ownership to win a championship. One single championship? Absolutely not. A dynasty and to maintain success, you need the ownership. You need a Robert Kraft in New England. Right. You need a Stan Kroenke in the Rams. Yeah. But to win one championship in the NFL, you need a good quarterback, a hot defense, a good coach. Chargers have all that. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but this team, you know, are they going to get a dynasty with Spanos? Absolutely not. No. Because they will screw up along the way. Well, and they're not going to have the team for very much longer with the family rift that's going on. And and, and I got to tell you, Spanos does not like Kroenke. And if you think those two are going to share a stadium, you're crazy. So I see something coming in the in the near future. I mean, it's because Spanos, when he left San Diego, he was not allowed to sell the franchise for three years, mm-hmm. right? Yep, that's okay. correct. Well, guess what next year is? That's the third year. And Cronkies Stadium's, I think it's done, if I'm not mistaken, right? The new one? They're, or darn close to it. They'll be playing in September. Yeah, and I got a sneaky feeling it's either in September or right afterwards. I think the Spanoses are going to sell the franchise. And then maybe, 
maybe the Chargers. And I'm not saying because, you know, Gene Klein, when he owned the Chargers, nobody was a better owner than Gene Klein. I mean, he treated his fans, he treated his players, but that combination, because you know how hard it is to put a team together. I don't care if it's basketball, football, baseball, that combination of getting those players to all play the same way. And like with the basketball team that you just mentioned, it wasn't the owner, it was the coach, right? Oh, there's no question, and it, I also agree with you. I think Spanos will sell. So the three years, it hits in, I believe, August. I think so, too, yeah. It, it's be so terrible for the team if you sell a team mid-season, though. I know. But, you know, he doesn't. he's never cared about the team. So never. I, when, Thank you very much. And I, his dad didn't either. When his dad bought the team, he was in construction, right? Which, by the way, he should have built a stadium in San Diego. Hello, you build stuff. Why are you trying to get the money out of the city? But that's another story altogether. Because I know uh, uh, Dean, or the, the the dad, you know, he's a construction guy. So if I came over to you and said, Daniel, I want you to build a garage in three months, I expect you to build a garage in three months, right? But when he went, took on the Chargers, I want a Super Bowl by the end of the year. You can't do that. I mean, it's not like building a garage. And that was the beginning of the end of the Chargers, in in my opinion. We're going to take a break. Ah, we should talk about it. What about the Raiders? What do you think by them moving to Vegas? Was that a good move or a bad move? Brilliance. You think? It was amazing. Yeah. It's going to be full capacity in September. Have you seen that stadium, dude? It's, it's amazing. They, they're calling it the Death Star, I like know. Star Wars. It's it's amazing. My Bills played there in September. I wish I wish fans could have been there. The Did Raiders, you go? I didn't because there were no fans. Oh, and you know what? Right. Yeah, yeah. Davis hasn't even watched a game in the stadium. He's decided he's going to wait till he can have a full crowd in there. Week one, it is going to be amazing. No. You had two teams that moved at the same time, the Chargers yep. and the Raiders. Right. Same division. One has the, most, the nicest stadium in all of sports. The team, not necessarily going to be great, but you know what? They'll be okay. They got a good coach. He's won a Super Bowl. He knows what he's doing. And the Chargers, with a significantly better team, significantly better quarterback, up in arms. Totally. Well, because they're confused. They really don't know where they're at. I mean, they've got the combination. They've got the recipe. I just don't know if if everything is going to gel. We'll have to wait and see. We're going to take a quick break, folks. You are listening to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This show is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Hey, if you've got a grocery store, liquor store, maybe even a retail store, and you're having trouble with employees, well, hey, check out self-checkout. Did you know the big boys do it? Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco. So if you need help, go to Southwest Point of Sale. They're on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Southwest POS. Or you can call the gang at 800-540-2149. This segment's also brought to you by San Diego Propane. SD-Propane.com for all your propane needs. Trust me, I love my propane guy. Unfortunately, he only does East County. Go to SD-Propane.com. And Express Auto Service. He keeps all my clunkers running. And if he can keep mine running, he can keep yours running too. Go to ExpressAutoServiceLaMesa.com. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line, and she stepped down a little bit of a notch. Not bad, but now she's in a Honda Accord hybrid. How do you like that Honda, kid? Well, you know, okay, good news and bad news. I think we have to have a moment of silence because I 
just learned that my dad, you know, we had both bought 2000 Honda Accords um, at the same time. Yeah. And I just learned that he sold his <gasps> 2000 Honda Accord this week. Um, so it was 21 years old. He had named it like they had a relationship. It's still <laughs> running and he sold it. <sighs> and so, you know, but it's still running, and they're not gonna like it's not going to a graveyard. So maybe we shouldn't have a moment of silence. Maybe we should we should celebrate because. And I bet he um, got good money I mean, for it too. Because resale like resale is crazy. Resale is crazy. Right. You know. The, here's the thing. Like, so he, while he maintained it mechanically, um, it needed a paint job. I mean, when a vehicle's 21 years old, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. kind of expected, right? And he didn't repaint it, so he got like around a thousand dollars for it. Yeah. And I was like, that's really good. Yeah. Um. To, Considering it was like you know stripped down from for the paint, but uh, but yeah, so I, I called him and I said, hey, I said um, I'm in a I'm in an Accord hybrid this week, and I'm like, this would be like night and day for you because the technology's changed so much. And I said, but while you're getting great fuel economy on your Accord, I'm like, I'm getting like 43, 44 miles to the gallon. Yeah. And I know you don't want to talk about how cheap the fuel is here in Dallas, but you know the prices have gone up. I'm sure they're still not California rates, I know. but we're paying about 289 at the pump right now. <laughs> so um, hybrids are becoming more and more attractive for Texans uh, when the when the fuel gets close to three dollars a gallon. Well, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, and and and, and you're right. Uh, it is absolutely amazing. Like I, I got two cars in the driveway: an ex- a Lexus ES350 uh, F Sport. And the uh, Kia uh, Carnival. I'm getting almost 30 miles per gallon in the Carnival, which is an SU, which is a minivan, and I'm only getting 20 in the Lexus. Go figure. Yeah, well, yeah, but is your is your foot more down to the no. floorboard in that Lexus? No, okay, I am. So you're I'm, not, you're I'm not hyper. Bo- I'm tr- well, I was going to take it to LA because I'm going to a press event with Volkswagen tomorrow. So I thought, well, I'm going to take the one that gives me the best mileage because our fuel is creeping up to $5 a gallon. So I road tested the, the the Lexus. Then I did the Kia. I'm taking the Kia. And I have to I have to tell you a cute story. Honda, that was the first dealership I ever worked at. And I seen the very first Honda Accord come to market where people were paying $1,000 sight unseen and literally chasing the car transporter to the dealer swearing the car on the third and from the back on the bottom was theirs. Well, you know, I've got a fun fact for you. Um, you know, since you mentioned that, Honda is the number one brand mm-hmm. for first time millennial, Gen yep. Z, and multicultural buyers. Yeah. Um, and, and Civic and Accord are the number one and two, which I thought was interesting because, again, 20 years ago, my first brand new car purchase was a Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. And you know why I bought it? Because for me at that time, knowing like probably will only own this car three to four years, I want resale value, right. I want reliability, right. and I wanted value because you know that was like I was I was transitioning, I was I was getting out of college, I was getting ready to get my first job, so like I didn't want some huge payment. Um, I needed something I was driving at night because I was still going to college at night, so I was getting ready to graduate, but I had night classes, so I was driving like twenty miles each way at night at dark, ten eleven o'clock at night by myself. So I wanted something that wasn't going to break down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's pretty cool. It's also, they set a second straight hybrid electric sales record. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're seeing growth for the fourth year in a row. Um, love some of the changes they've got. Like, it had a head-up display. There's an onboard Wi-Fi hotspot. 
Um, I like those 19-inch uh, alloy wheels and the, the design. It's funny. Mackenzie was like, she goes, Mom, this car's boring. <laughs> and I was like, you see boring because you're 12, and we just came out of a Supra. I see practical, reliable, um, you know, I can count on it. So it's, it's kind of interesting, like, the two different viewpoints, right? Um, and it was so quiet. Mm-hmm. I was impressed with how quiet it was. Right. We actually turned everything off. And, and drove through kind of a busy area and where there's road construction. It was just super quiet, which I really liked. Um, they've made some improvements, so the braking is less touchy. Um, it's like consistent. Um, there are less power range. Um, the acceleration is stronger. I think it's like 212 horsepower. I mean, plenty. It didn't feel laggy. It was plenty of horsepower. Um, I just overall, I kind of felt like it was the total package and under 40000 Yeah, I was going to um, say you know, price this, right for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, because there's four trim levels, and I was in the top of the line. You can get a base, the EX, EXL, and the Touring. I was in the Touring, and it was 37435 mm-hmm. So when you figure, hey, saving money at the pump, going to hold its resale value, and reliable, um, yeah, it's, it, it kicks a lot of the boxes. And I think it's probably wouldn't go with the Touring model, but I think it's a great vehicle for somebody, like I said, that's you know just finishing college, getting ready to get their first job. Um, and gosh knows there's an abundance of jobs out there right now, as you know. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, and, and the thing. Two or three years and then move up. I tell people before you before you get sticker shock is what I call it, because everybody always seems to look at the high end car. Look at the base and see if you can live with that. I mean, it comes with power windows. It comes with air conditioning. It comes with every safety feature you could ever want. Uh, it's got the hot spot. It's got a lot of stuff at a base price car that you could probably live without some of the creature features in the high-end car. But people never think to look at that. And I think that's the smart way, especially if you're on a budget. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I think it's a great, you know, and of course, I mean, you can always, if if you're on a budget, you got to, you know, you're like, oh, I can't spring for the Accord. Go with the Civic. Still has plenty of room, too. About the time, probably six months after Dad and I bought our Accords, my brother bought a Civic. Mm -hmm. Um. And it was great for him. And the only time that he got rid of it is when they had their first child. So, you know, for two of them, everything was great. And then they had a child and they were like, all right, now we need a little more room because they were like, if we have the stroller, we can't buy as much at the grocery store. Right. And so, you know, so there's, there's the trade off there, but um, yeah, I'm impressed with the changes and advancements that they continue to make with technology while continuing to keep the price point affordable. Right. Well, th- there was a time, and you'll have to agree with this, not two years back, maybe five, six, seven years, Honda was always just a tad behind the competition. And right. whether it be fit and finish, whether it be features, well, it didn't make any difference. They were just a teeny bit behind. Now you can't say that. Right. And, you know, we, we talked about that recently when I did my Acura review. Right. And I said, you know, I – you know, because that's the luxury in, and it just kind of felt like I always said that that Honda and Acura are playing it safe and kind of staying in that vanilla mm-hmm. mode. You know, um, it wasn't that they weren't, um, you know, uh, being successful in sales, right? They still have a ton of sales. They were still doing really well, but just when you kind of looked at the competition, you felt like uh, the competition was was shinier, mm-hmm. um, had more technology. 
was was moving a little bit faster when it came to like Apple CarPlay or Android Auto or head-up display or whatever. And now it feels like Honda and Acura are catching up and moving um, kind of faster and making themselves more attractive. But you're not seeing like a huge price increase tacked on with it. A lot of times, you know, people say, well, you know, I'd rather have brand XYZ um, because, yeah, even though it doesn't have what your car has, it's a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Honda's finding a way to integrate the technology to upgrade the exteriors and the interiors and, and the looks and the appearance, still maintaining resale value, still maintaining the reliability, mm-hmm. and not really um, adding to the sticker price, which is great. Because, you know, Honda's one of those dealerships, kind of what you see is what you get. Right. Um, yeah, that's not a dealership where you go and you're going to argue for two hours on price. No. Um, which is one of... The appealing things for me being a first car buyer, because, you know, I was going in to buy it by myself, didn't have anybody with me, didn't really know how to negotiate. So it was kind of comforting knowing, like, okay, here's the price on this, here's the price on that, uh, choose one, you know? And you go, oh, okay, it's kind of like buying a loaf of bread. You don't go to the grocery store and say, well, it's three fifty nine. how about if I give you two bucks for that loaf of bread? Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I tried it one time. It, they looked at me like I was stupid. But and you're right, Hondas are, you know, it's like it's the easiest transition I think when it comes to buying a car. Hondas never made their lineups confusing. They've and they've really put the different levels at levels you can live with. Have you ever noticed where if you really want a sunroof, but the only way you're going to get a sunroof is you got to have the most expensive car? You know, Honda doesn't do that. Honda works with their customers. I think it's because they listen to them. Yes. Um, again, probably one of the easiest buy-in experiences right. that I've ever had. Um, and, you know, just I, I think it's great for somebody who's inexperienced, you know, somebody who doesn't, you know, you don't have like four friends that are going with you to the dealership or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, you can you can test drive the different trim levels and kind of see what you're willing. You know, like you said, what are you willing to compromise on if price is, is a big sticking point for you? Um, and then do the research as far as like, like I said, resell. Um I did that before because, you know, it's kind of scary getting ready to college, getting ready to graduate college, going into your first job. Sometimes, you know, you wonder like, but you know, how long will I have this job or, you know, things change all the time. Right. And so I felt confident because I was like, if I ever feel like I get overwhelmed or upside down and mm-hmm. I can't make the car payment, I know I can sell it and I'm not going to be in trouble. Exactly. Um, and so that to me is a major selling point for a Honda. Without a shadow of a doubt. All right, kiddo. Hey, it's always great talking to you. Uh, how do people follow you around? Uh, Zany Mom NTX on Twitter, IndyPage2 on Instagram, FocusDailyNews.com for web, and then follow Brian, David, myself online, Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio. And I did subscribe to Cruising, your YouTube channel. So yeah. we'll uh, we'll share that on the um, You Ought to Know Facebook channel so people can find you. You're the best. Hey, and by the way, how much uh, weight did Hunter lose when you cut his hair? That's <laughs> Kid's got the thickest hair of anybody I have ever seen. He had to lost five pounds. You know, yeah, I think it was close to three, three and a half. I think they produced three weeks from that haircut. (laughs) All right, kiddo. Always good talking to you. Say hi to the family. All right, when we get back, a whole lot more right here on the You Ought to Know show. We got Daniel Pike in the house. He's the wizard when it comes to sports. On FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This show is brought to you by the good folks at Southwest Point of Sale. If you're a business owner and you've got a 
grocery store, liquor store, a retail store of any kind, and you're having trouble finding employees because you know what, folks? They're not out there anymore. Well, all you could do is check out our friends over at Southwest Point of Sale, and they'll set you up with a self-checkout system for your store. It's easy because the labor cost will be virtually nil, and they'll be with you 24-7, seven days a week. So if you're interested, 800-540-2149. And with that being said, uh, I've got uh, this segment is brought to you by Weather Machine, family-owned and operated. Man, I tell you what, Weather Machine, I love what they do. And one of the things I like about them is they're very customer-oriented, and they really bend over backwards. And they do the only sheet metal in-house of any business I know when it comes to AC and heat. Because if your system goes down and you need a part or a piece and you can't buy it because it's 20 years old, they've got it for you. And John's Automotive Care, another NAP Auto Care ASC certified shop. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Repair, dot, Auto Repair.com. All right, we got Daniel Pike in the house. He's visiting over here in San Diego and he's a whopping 19 year old podcast. Uh, radio host over in Arizona where you're going to school. And by the way, congratulations. I heard you got an award this year. Thank you very much. Yes. So I am um, my radio station. My podcast won the best new sports show. Um, so good takes only has had a good start, but that's just the beginning. Uh, oh, yeah. lo- looking forward to another NBA playoffs. That's my favorite time of the year. And then NFL season. That's when I get amped up. Uh, my bills going for a Super Bowl the first time. In my lifetime, it'd actually be the first time in both of our lifetimes. I know. You're absolutely right. So let me throw a scenario at you, because this is what I always say. Because I don't know how you feel about you know, a 19-year-old kid or a 20-year-old kid coming out of a college, and an owner gives him a $5 million signing bonus, and then he gives him you know another $30 million a year. Why don't we give all these college kids $50,000, and then they get a bonus on performance? In football, you get a touchdown, you get ten grand. You fumble, you lose three grand. Come on. What do you think of that scenario? All right. So (laughs) I got to disagree with you completely because we got to get the money out of the owner's hands and into the rest of the, we need the players, the coaches, and even the front office getting the money because football is more profitable than it's ever been. Absolutely. So the contracts are different nowadays. And actually, um, I believe 2007 was the last year where these college kids could sign in the NFL these massive contracts. Now, it is regulated. However, it's important for these players to have good people in their circles because that's what matters the most. Mm-hmm. They should not be touching that money for a long, long time, right? Right. But they should still deserve all the money and some. Okay. Because why do you go to football games? Why do you go to basketball games? Right. I don't go to support the owner or, no. yay, go this. I want to watch the players. I want to watch... You know, Joel Embiid on the Philadelphia 76ers or Justin Herbert on the Chargers. So you don't go to the skyboxes. You want to be in the stands. You want to watch the game, right? I mean, I don't mind both, but... See, I like being in the stands. Don't be talking to me about cars. Don't be talking to me about... I want to be part of the the, the game. I want to be in the stands, preferably 50-yard lines, 20 rows up on my side of the team. You know what I'm saying? The best, best experience in my short life so far is my father and I went to Green Bay and saw my team, the Buffalo Bills, play the Packers. We were 20 rows up, 50-yard line. See? It was amazing. Yeah. There is nothing better than being in the greatest football town, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. 
my favorite team, the Bills, Josh Allen, the future star of the NFL, his rookie year. It was amazing. Did you wear your blue and red? I did wear my blue and red. Green Bay fans were so nice, so friendly, the friendliest people really? you'll ever meet in Wisconsin. Nobody threw cheese at you? No one threw cheese at me. We actually had, uh, <laughs> we were going at the cheese curds the whole game. Oh, my God. It was amazing and, you know, beautiful day. Recommend any football fans listening, you got to get to Green Bay. It is something special. Yeah, yeah. Without, oh, without a shout out. So let me guess, one of your goals in life is to go one year to every single basketball game and another year every single football game. Am I right? There's no question. I think that or every stadium, every stadium. Now basketball, I love the NBA, but the stadiums aren't the same as football. Football has that appeal. Oh. I mean, you look at what the Raiders. We're talking about the Raiders. I know. Really. I want to go there. I want to go there. It's just it's you know it's a massive building. That's it's beautiful. It's a yeah. five billion dollar stadium. Yeah. Even if you don't like the sport, you got to go and you got to tour it or it's something. It's a purpose built stadium too. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing I like about it. When I when the Chargers, I used to be a service manager at a car dealership, and Toyota gave all the Chargers Toyotas for two years, and I was a mile from the stadium, so I drove over and I said, "Hey, I'm your new service manager." Okay, I had full access from the top to the bottom for two years. You don't think I wasn't in heaven? I went to lunch with uh, Junior Seau. I went to, I know, I know. I went to lunch with Louis Kelcher. I went to lunch with, I mean, I actually would go during when they would be practicing, you know, prior, you know, I, I want to say preseason, but you know, when they go to training camp, I'd go to lunch with them in the cafeteria, dude. So, you know, I was like a, like a pig in the, in the swamp. I, I don't know what it means. So yeah, I'm, I'm a big sports guy. I absolutely love it. Do they make me mad sometimes more than you'll know? Nothing gets me crazier. And have you ever watched that movie, um, Invincible with Mark Wahlberg? Absolutely. Is that not your favorite movie? It's amazing. You know, sports movies. We were talking about that actually in the car the other day, my dad and I were on the phone, mighty ducks. I don't oh, know if you're a hockey yeah, guy. Yeah. Obviously yeah. Yeah. Obviously growing up in Toronto, hockey's sort huge. of kind of, <laughs> Sports movies are amazing, though. Don't you think, like, it's the perfect combination for sports fans? And it's it's nice that, you know, live sports is amazing, and there's yeah, nothing better. Nothing better. But sports movies, it's that little, you know, can relax. There's no stress. You know, I watch sports. I'm antsy. My Bills, my Raptors, I'm banging the table. I'm nervous. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you don't think the finals? You know, I aged four years when the Raptors were in the finals. I'm only 19. Like, yeah, yeah. But... It, you know, you're right. So, you know, and and I think sports is probably one of the most important things we have in this country mm-hmm. because sports brings us together. Whether we believe in each other's teams or not, that has nothing to do with it, but it brings us together. You go to a stadium and you've got that camaraderie, whether you're, you know, even with the, it's like you said, when the Wisconsin people treated you like as if that you were family, right? There's no question. And when we're in Green Bay, you know, Obviously, Green Bay, they're season ticket holders of 5,000 years. So they're like, oh, you're in Joe's seats. We have no idea who Joe is. They're probably, they're, yeah. He's probably their second cousin. Yeah. So friendly. And there's yeah. no question, sports is so great. It brings people together. Yeah. And especially, it was so great that they were able to operate throughout the last year. Yeah. For me, it was just such a save period where I could just, you know, so much stress I could put away school, whatever, and watch the game. And then yeah. football season. Oh, was amazing to watch. But fans, I am so I was excited. Say, how excited are you to have fans back? 
I can't imagine, you know, our NFL schedule came out a couple days ago. I'm circling which games I want to go to. I'm circling this. I call my dad. The Bills are playing the Saints for Thanksgiving night in New Orleans. You're going. Gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. You ever been to New Orleans? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, see, what you need to do, you need to start going on a media pass. Right. Because you're media. You actually can go and get in for free with the lanyard and maybe even go down on the de- on the floor. Think about it. It's enticing. There's no question. But let me ask you this. All we right. were talking about this earlier. You want to be in the stands for some of those games. No, there's a difference. And when you go as a member of the media and when you remember the media versus a fan, it's two different things. Totally. One is work and one is a fan. That's right. And you can't enjoy the game if you're, to the same extent. If you're working it. Right. Because they expect something out of you. So I'll tell you this. The Super Bowl is coming to Arizona in 2023. Yeah. And I want to cover it more than anything, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna. I can't, I'm not paying for a Super Bowl ticket. I'm, no. I'm a 21 year old college student. Yeah. I can't afford that. No. But I'm gonna, you know, crawl, do everything I can, get that media pass for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because I'm a 21 year old diehard Super Bowl, not diehard NFL fan, excuse yeah. me. And I'm at the Super Bowl. And what if your team ends up there? Oh my! Don't even, don't <laughs> even say that. <laughs> can you imagine if your team ends up there and you're that close? Oh, my God. I mean, they'll have to take you to the game in an ambulance because there's no way you're going to be able to do it. All right. So what do you let, let's do some predictions, okay? I know you're NBA and you're in football. But what because the 2021 season, or 2022, actually, when it's 21-22, with fans in the stands and the enthusiasm and the excitement, you know the play is going to be better than it was in the tail end of twenty and twenty one, don't you think? There's no question. And who do you think is who are going to be your top? Let's say who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? Wow, but I know you've already thought about it. I'm going to say my Buffalo Bills represent the AFC. I and there's no bias I, there. I agree. I agree with you. They have the second best quarterback in the NFL. Tom Brady's amazing, but Tom Brady's roster is also amazing. Josh Allen is six foot five. 250 pounds. He runs a 4-6. He can run around you, over you, and through you. That's right. With the best arm in the NFL, no quarterback's ever been able to do that. Uh Otto Graham couldn't do that. Johnny Unitas couldn't do that. Dan Marino, none of them. So you weren't a Flutie fan? Of course I liked Flutie. 5-8 or 5-7. Flutie fake. I grew up on the Flutie flake cereal, but (laughs) the team's amazing. Yeah. And I would love this more than anything. Tom Brady owned the Buffalo Bills for 20 years. He owned them. He, the Bills beat him three times in 20 years. I know. If the Bills can play the Buccaneers and they were to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, the city of Buffalo might as well just cross it off the map. Yep. It would, it would the, melt. It would melt. It'd be the biggest party ever. Oh, ever. Without a shadow of a doubt. Because say what you want about Brady, but the man is amazing. How old is he now? He's uh, He's 43. And they're talking, Jason, like the GM of the Buccaneers was saying, if he wants to play till 50, okay. He's the greatest team sports athlete ever. Period. Period. I I, I agree. And I would like to know what his his regimen is that he does every day. What does he do in the morning? He must have an amazing regimen and about 50 people keeping him in in good health. I mean, it's got to be just my – he could write a book on it. Well, I'll tell you this. Yesterday, I had popcorn, chips, and half a chocolate bar. In the last 10 years, 
Tom Brady eats like one bowl of avocado vegan ice cream a week. Really? It's amazing. He does there's dessert. Unhealthy foods don't exist. No. And that's how you get to seven Super Bowls. Yeah. And Steelers fans complain about Ben Roethlisberger this, Ben Roethlisberger that. He doesn't do that. Uh-uh. And that's why he only has two. And yeah. Tom Brady has seven. And that Buccaneers team is so good, they might get eight, nine, ten. There's no stopping Tom Brady yeah. except maybe my Josh Allen and my Buffalo Bills. Maybe. But maybe. Yeah. And the other thing you got to say about Brady is the guy can move still to this day. Oh. And usually quarterbacks at his age, they've lost a step. There's no question. He's never been fast. No, but, but in the pocket, he can wiggle like the best of them. He's a unbelievable. He can't really scramble. No, no, but no, no. He doesn't get hit anymore. But, and you can't take him down because he's a big guy, right? He's not. He's he's like six two, six three. He's bigger than he's ever been. Yeah. People think he's faster than he I, used to be. I think he's, and I think his his targeting with throwing the ball right. is absolutely amazing. He's he's surrounded by some amazing coaches. Let's take one more break. We come back. Talk to the Daniel Pike Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. This is the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. We're going to call it the Daniel Pike Show. Daniel Pike's visiting all the way from Arizona, and he is a very knowledgeable 19-year-old. He's got his own uh, podcast. What was it called again, Daniel? Good Takes Only. It's available anywhere. Sports, mainly football, basketball. Sprinkle in a little hockey here and there. You know, my Leafs are going for the Stanley Cup. Oh, I'm a Capitals guy myself. Oh, we had to bring Brandon on because he hates Brady. Yep. And he, for whatever, is a Lakers fan. Hello, LBJ. Uh, oh. Oh, I, oh, I shouldn't say his name on the air. Obviously, I should not. Why not? Because, well, because we're a conservative station, and he's pretty oh, okay. liberal. Right. Elder, but, so, yeah. Daniel, mm. take this kid on. Oh, okay. What do you got? Okay, you got? so how do we not like the greatest team sport athlete ever? Uh, are you talking about uh, that's Tom Brady? Oh, Seven I thought times. you were talking about Aaron Rodgers no. for a second. Oh, no, let's rats. talk. Let's okay. talk Tom Brady. He's Tom got Brady. A point. Oh, okay, okay. Well, no, I will not deny the fact that he is a really, really good quarterback. Uh, I think he's been an elite athlete for quite some time. Okay, so what don't you like about him? Uh, okay, so there's a few different things I don't like about him. Uh, I don't like his attitude during the games, personally. Okay, stop. Uh, I know, Dan- it's personal. Daniel, that's a Dan- personal Stop, thing. Daniel. What does Who cares, who cares I thank about you. the attitude? I want my teams to win, and I want my players to succeed. Yeah. I don't if they if the way they win is they meditate and do yoga on the sideline, so be it. Yeah. No. If Joe no. Namath Joe Namath oh. used to just sit on the sideline. He was partying eating. In his care. fur coat. In his fur coat. And they still won the Super Bowl. I don't care what my players okay. do. Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens had one of the worst attitudes in football. You can admit that. His ego got in the head of him of every single team that he was with, whether it be the Eagles, the 49ers, or even the Cowboys. Why didn't he get re-signed? He was an elite receiver, and yet his attitude got him kicked out of every locker room that he was ever okay, in. I his- completely disagree with that. Sorry to cut you yeah, off. Go ahead. There's no question. Terrell Owens is one of the greatest receivers to ever play. He Hell yeah. Carried, he played in the Super Bowl in 2004 in the Eagles against Tom Brady's Patriots and was the best player in that game. He played with a broken foot. If any of us break our foot, hospital, we're in the hospital a minute later, we're crying, we're crying. <laughs> Terrell Owens played with a broken foot. That's right. That's the guy I want on my team. I don't care if he's doing sit-ups in his front lawn yeah. and he's, I want money, I want money, I want a contract. I want a guy that plays with a broken foot. 
Well, what about what about when Tom Brady broke his thumb that one time though? He was given excuses like, "Oh, my thumb wasn't feeling very well here." And but how well I've did tra- he play during that broken thumb? He wasn't playing very well at all. Okay. No. Well, here's the other thing I want to bring up. Okay. Anybody remember Pete Rose? Of course. Of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. See, that's where I was coming up with the money thing. Give him fifty thousand and ten for this and five for that. Because you watch a baseball team, and I don't care who it is, if they hit a ball and it scribbles up, and they know they're going to be out. They just meander to first base. They just kind of cruise to first base. That makes me so mad because as much money as I'm paying you, Daniel, you had better smoke the line because you never know when they'll throw the ball to first base when he drops the ball. Well, it's the comfortability aspect. You know what's interesting? You watch a minor league baseball game, they don't walk. No. They are sprinting to first base because if the off chance there's an error or they, they make it to first, they Bingo. Got, they got the call up. They got a raise. The lo- your life's changed. But then why do I, they change once they go pro? Why do they start slowing down? Is it because they got a contract? Absolutely, it's because they got a contract. But would you slow down? No, you wouldn't slow well, down. Well, I'm not making the major leagues. No, you seen me hit a ball? No, but I'm just saying, I'll bet you $100 if you did make it to the... I think with your... your because it's all about the person. And, and I think Brendan's right. You know, it, it has a lot to, to do with attitude. And a lot of times when you get to the top and you make $30 million as a signing bonus, your head does get a little bit fat. Do you agree or not? I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, separate uh, thing, by the way. Uh, well, you you get it beat up now. Oh, no, no. Uh, I took my uh, fiance now, about the time she was my girlfriend. Uh, I took her out to a baseball game, and uh, one of the players walked, and she says, hey, Brendan, I've got a question for you. It says walk up there, right? And I said, yeah. So why is he jogging to first base if it says walk? <laughs> Go ahead, like, Daniel. Why oh, is no, that? I, I wanted to explain it. I was like, you know, it just just let the game play. It'll be fine. No, no, you yeah. need to educate. I need right? an educator on how come he's jogging while he's while it says walk on the screen. You know what's <laughs> interesting is that the scoreboard. So I was I'm in town for the week and we went to the Padres Cardinals game. Great game. Mm-hmm. And on on the scoreboard now it's the 2021 baseball for you. You have your strikeouts, your walks, and your your balls, strikes, and outs. Yeah. Right. Next to it, MVR. Either of you guys know what that is? Not familiar with MVR. Okay. Mound visits remaining. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're only allowed a certain amount of mound visits uh, because MLB is trying to speed up the game. Because usually these games are only three hours. But some of these games now are going out to four or five hours. Like, did you see Friday's uh, so, Cardinals game? I, we were there. Okay, that's the one. Four it took hours four and hours. twenty minutes. And it was a nine. It was a nine inning game, which is the second longest nine inning game that's that took that nothing. long. That we used to have games that would go to midnight, one, two in the morning if it was tied up. There, uh, even back in the day, uh, they didn't put stadium lights, so they would cancel the game uh, for candles. the night, and then they would play. <laughs> no, we had candles. You don't want to play. So let me candles. ask you this, yeah. Daniel: What do you think about the computerized box they put over? Uh, the, the the pitchers. I am the most pro change the MLB person you'll ever meet. I want robotic umps. I want shorter games. I want more home runs. Because, you know, the MLB average in total across uh-huh. the league for hitters is 232 right now. That's it. Strike. That's horrendous. 232. So people are paying See, money. They're getting paid too much money. No, they're certainly not getting that paid. money now, out of there. Now, I'm on a different opinion. I love the human aspect of baseball right now. I Do you think, like that computerized box? That the- I, I, I'm okay with it. Uh, the only thing I ask are umpires to be consistent. And uh, th- there's one imp- umpire, I don't know if you uh, remember, there's one umpire who had a perfect 99% score 
on an MLB rating because uh, MLB uh, grades all their umpires right. over and over. Right. Surprise, Angel Martinez or uh, is it Angel Martinez or uh, couldn't tell you. Okay, oh, I'm surprised he's still hired because he's so inconsistent with his calls all the time. But anyway, <laughs> that's why you don't know it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, or, or Joe West for that matter. Joe West is too inconsistent for me. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, um, as long as they're consistent with their strike calls, like if a ball is this low to their knees yeah. and they're still calling it a strike, I'm okay with it. Um, and I don't mind the TV projections of a computerized right. look at it at all. But um, the only thing I would change for baseball in terms of the uh, like the unhuman aspect is renouncing those replays. Why are we doing the replay? Why is it taking so long? What is the certain call? Because some of us don't know, and even the announcers won't know. Like they'll just have to guess on the air. Okay. Like oh, is so, it this so he reason? brings up a good point. He wants to keep the personal touches in you want to turn it into a robotic game well i think the robotic game speeds up the sport which is the bigger issue Uh baseball games are too long and it's either a strikeout or a home run there's a survey done theo epstein who's now the head of the basically he's just trying to fix baseball Mm -hmm. that's his job title. i don't know what the job title he's trying to fix baseball former cubs general manager there was a survey done the three most fan loved plays whatever you want to call it Doubles, triples, steals. It's not home runs. People like the ball in play. And nowadays, you have teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers who strike out and hit home runs. That's it. People that's, don't like that. That's interesting because I always thought home runs are probably more exciting, especially here in San Diego. I don't know if you remember last season, we had like five or six yeah, or seven. Yeah, but see, I stamps. like double plays. I like ball, triple plays. And the theme of that is the ball is in play. Yeah, it's in I, I agree with you. Okay, well, let's throw it. Let's just jump to football for a second. Do you like the way football is laid out? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Do you like the fact that they have so many, you know, you know, checking the errors and checking the. The only thing I want to change the NFL is a ref that's full time. They're basically the supervisor. Yeah. And that's when we go for a replay. And someone who's smarter than me can decide when we can change the call and when we can't. Mm-hmm. But that'll save time. So then the refs on the field don't have to go to their. Microsoft tablets and, and review yeah, it. Get underneath their hood. In the booth or whatever it is. We need someone who can review it so we can have, is it a first down 12 seconds later? Yes, it is a first down, and we can start yeah, the play not, again. Not 12 minutes later. Oh, it's amazing. And the playoff football, they just, as they should, take their time because it's the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, we get yeah. a week one regular season game in Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend of mine tell me they like Football? No, they like baseball better than football because football's too slow and baseball's really quick. I disagree entirely. Uh, that's what I no. said. I, I don't, don't even know how you can. Say I don't that. even know how. In I terms could... of the speed of the sport, I think basketball's first, and then it goes football. Well, let's talk goes... a little bit about basketball because that's another one of your your loves. You like the way the basketball is done, pretty much right now. Well, yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, the NBA is in a great place. There's so many stars, and what's great about the NBA now, there's gonna be three guys in the All NBA first team who aren't from the United States. Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's an international sport, which is great. Mm-hmm. The only issue is we need to maintain some NBA players to make sure that Americans are still watching basketball. Yeah, because you will lose viewers if it gets too international. Don't you agree? I, I think so. As long as there's still some American stars, and you guys got, you got guys like Zion Williamson who are going to carry the load of that yeah. for the next 15 years. But do you think these international teams put more effort into their players than we do in the United States? And that's why we're starting to see the infiltration? Not necessarily. I think that those, what happens in Europe specifically, 
is these 12, 13, 14-year-old kids choose basketball before the Americans. No different than uh, baseball from the Dominican Republic and Cuba and, and the Southerns where, where it, they eat, sleep, and drink it. I mean, the minute you right. walk, you get a baseball bat. You choose one sport and you stick with it. And I'm not telling anyone to do that because no, you no, know, no. if you love baseball or basketball or football, you got to try everything. That's, I, how, that's how I grew up. You try every sport and you right. choose one. Exactly. And that's why Brendan is a linebacker for what, the Patriots? No, no, I was I was a tight end back in my high school days. But that's not the point. The point is, uh, again, uh, I think sports is a very fun thing, and I'm glad that we could uh, view different points for 15 minutes. But uh, hopefully we can do an hour next time. You see, know? see, I see. Yeah. All so. right. Daniel, again, tell people how they can find you. Make sure to check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and on any podcast platform, at Good Takes Only. I'll have a full NBA playoff prediction episode out by Wednesday. You can guarantee that. And I'll tell you this right now. The Philadelphia 76ers will be your NBA champions. It is bull. No. It's a good bet. No. Take it. it to the no. bank, folks. No. You heard it from Daniel on FM. 96 1170 The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.